Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Time now for one of my favorite guests, the one and only Professor David Schultz of Hamlin University. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. Snowed in like everybody else. Snowed. I, I know. And the snow event, we will have uh, weather at the bottom of the hour. I can tell you it is supposed to continue into tomorrow. Uh, the good news, folks, after everybody's finished their, their Thanksgiving travel, it's going to be dry all next week. But oh, well. Um, but let's talk about impeachment and, and where we are, because right now they've gotten to the point where they are going to be drawing up the articles of impeachment. Uh, there seems to be debate with the president possibly indicating that he might take part. Uh, could that happen? What would that do to the process? Well, let's think about where we are at this point. That I know people have talked about you know, entering different stages. And in some ways we are, in some ways we're not entering a different stage. Back several weeks ago, when the House did a vote to say to do a preliminary, they were going to enter a preliminary investigation for impeachment, they didn't really need to do that, but they did it anyhow, adopted procedures. The House Intelligence Committee with, with, with Adam Schiff you know, has done some initial hearings in terms of let's say, the, the, the Ukrainian phone call question um, at that point. Now it's going to shift over to the, to the House Judiciary Committee, where they're presumably going to be doing more hearings this coming week, and who knows how many weeks it's going to be. And as you pointed out here, possibly working towards framing um, articles of impeachment, but it should be important, important to understand that, that what the House Judiciary does um, may not be confined simply to uh, the the Ukrainian phone call, but it could be broader in terms of other issues, and so I could potentially see uh, not just the high crimes and misdemeanors revolving around bribery, or uh, high crimes and misdemeanors or bribery re- revolving around a re- a phone call with the Ukrainian president, but obstruction of justice and perhaps a few other different things. And so this is going to be interesting to see how they start to expand possibly the number of articles of impeachment. All right. Well, and let me let me ask you just, you know, philosophically um, and in terms of just the way it would play, do you think it's it's a smart strategy for the Democrats to, to pursue a broader series of articles of impeachment, or do you think they should go narrow? This is a re- this is a good question. Okay, this is a really good question because, on the one hand, it sometimes makes more sense to focus narrowly and work on an issue that the American public understands a bribery issue, an obstruction of justice issue, something that's pretty concrete. But so far, the polls are indicating, after these first couple of weeks of impeachment inquiries, that it's not moving public opinion very much. There's some polls that are actually suggesting it's turned some of the voters off. So I think the Democrats have to be thinking about a strategic choice at this point. Do they stay narrowly focused uh, in terms of trying to convince the public that, in fact, the, the phone call was a quid pro quo that rises to the level of an impeachable offense? 
or do they start to throw in a few other things, such as obstruction of justice or, obstru- or obstruction of Congress? That, that is a really good political question at this right. point, and I'm not sure what they're going to do, but my, my gut intuition in following this fairly closely is that you're going to see more than one article of impeachment. Clinton, there was three. Nixon, there was three. Again, if we, got, we go way, way, way back to Andrew Johnson, I think it was like 12 or 13 articles of impeachment. My guess is you're going to see multiple ones that are going to be adopted if, if so, adopted by the House and sent over to the Senate. And, uh, you know, the thing is, there are polls, as you mentioned, that show that independents have been uh, are, are, are backing away from impeachment and, and, and kind of less supportive than they were a few weeks ago. I mean, I, that's not a very good sign for the Democrats. No, it's not. And I think what's happening here is if you ask a, t- a couple of different questions here and you ask, did the president do something that's wrong, you're getting incredibly high percentages of independents who are saying that he did something that was wrong and pretty good agreement on that. But when you ask, does it rise to the level of an impeachable offense where he should be removed from office, that's where the break occurs, where they're saying, and if we can parse the data, they seem to be saying it's bad, but let the election process do its job and don't um, do the impeachment process and try to remove. And right. so I think that becomes, again, a, 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 an, an issue for the Democrats in terms of how do they position themselves? Do they continue to do the hearings and come up with a series of impeachable offenses and actually do the impeachment throw it to the Senate, where then the Republicans can 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 really bring in almost anything they want at this point. In fact, I think it's risky because the Republicans could now bring in, um, focus on, on Joe Biden, for example, or do you reach a conclusion and say that what the president did to the House is really serious, right. doesn't rise to the level of an impeachable offense, maybe you do a censure or something like that, and, and that becomes and what, well, okay, Let me ask you, what is, I've heard some people have raised that issue. What exactly is a censure? A, a censure, I, I'm going to just, well, I'll, put, I'll say two ways. You know, for all of us who went through public school, it would be what? It's almost like getting a, 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 a note in your permanent file. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I sort of say that. I say that with some jest because we all understand what that means, having been threatened by our teachers with something like that. But it's ba- it would basically be a, a condemnation by the House to say that what you did was deplorable, um, what you did was wrong, et cetera, et cetera. Now, it would be by the House, though. By the House. Now, the Senate could join. The Senate could also do this. Um, but in some sense, all it is is, is politically symbolic. Um, it just says, we don't like what you did, and we think it's really horrible. Now, the only value in something like that is that if the Democrats were to do that, then the Republicans don't get the opportunity to really have a hearing to refute, to refute the charges. So if the Democrats say, here's all the evidence we have, here's all the things that we think the president has done wrong, but then say, we're going to censure him from what you're doing, um, it prevents the president from now getting the opportunity in the Senate of having a trial, being exonerated, maybe then bringing in, again, witnesses who will, who will essentially put, and I would suspect, put Joe Biden effectively on, on trial. Right. So I think this becomes an, an important decision for the Democrats to do. Do they actually do the impeachment or do they simply say that what the president did was, was wrong and we're going to condemn him? And that's right. why 
on one level, it's, it's, it's purely symbolic, um, but politically it carries some weight, and it might carry more weight with the independents at this point who would say, yeah, we agree with the Democrats that this was a really bad thing that he did, but we should have the option as voters of making the final decision about whether to remove Since him. Since it, it looks like he, he at this point, there's no chance of him being convicted in the Senate, maybe that changes. I don't know. Right. I, think, I, I mean, do you think that could change? Um, no, I don't. I don't at this okay. point. There's nothing in the polls that are suggesting at this point that Trump's base is wavering. Again, what little evidence we can see in the polls is suggesting that, yeah, even some of his base may say they don't like what he did, but it's not a removable offense, although most of his base is with him, you know, you know very solidly. So I just don't see anything that's going to shift 20 Republicans. Because remember, to convict somebody of articles of impeachment in the Senate, you need 67 votes, um, two-thirds majority. Right now, the Republicans um, have, have, a, have a 53 to 47 um, lead. What would have to happen at this point is you would have to get 20 Republicans to jump ship to join the 47 Democrats. I, I see no scenario where that's going to happen. Right. And, and you know, if you go back, obviously, to the Clinton impeachment, you know, what Bill Clinton did was terrible. Yeah. Having a, a, a sexual relationship with an intern. I mean, the imbalance of power there is is staggering. Right. And, you know, he, uh, you know... What, he, lied about, he lied about it. He lied about it. it. There, there was a problem with obstruction of justice. There were a whole bunch of things. And ultimately, I think the American people were like, this is terrible. But we don't think it's enough to be removed from office for. You're right. And and, and I, I it seems as if the um, the American people at this point uh, seem to feel that perhaps he did do something wrong in 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 pressuring a, a foreign government to get dirt on uh, or or con- conduct a basically a fake investigation of a political opponent. I mean, it, 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 that's pretty damn serious. <laughs> Very, very serious. Uh, you know, but but people don't seem to think it passes the threshold. That's right. And what's important to understand here is that you know, if this were, let's say, a criminal trial, and it's not, you know, if, but if it were a criminal trial and he was being charged with some kind of a crime, you, you know, it's, we would have a standard in the law that all of us know from watching too many, you know, t- you know, cop shows, you know, or, or, or lawyer shows, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt to convict somebody, you know, for a crime. And when it comes to impeachment, since it's not criminal, there's nothing in the Constitution that specifies what the burden is. And my intuition, this is my intuition, is that with the American public, um, it's, it's not just beyond a reasonable doubt, but it has to be almost something like absolute certainty. I'm, just, I'm speculating. Absolute certainty that the person's not fit to stay in office anymore. And we've never reached that threshold in American history. And so so I, I think Americans... Um, Although I think we would have with Richard Nixon. Nixon, I think we would have, yeah. I think Nixon yeah. would have been the situation there. I think you're right. But we've not gotten to that point yet. Um, and I think the American public is, is more or less saying that especially with less than a year to go before the election, why not let the voters make the final choice? All right. Listen, we have to take a quick break. Uh, One thing I want to ask Professor David Schultz when we come back is, should the president supply defense witnesses to the House Judiciary Committee? Apparently, uh, the chairman of that committee, Jerry Nadler, has set 
a Friday deadline for that. Uh, so should the president go along with the impeachment process and present his own defense witnesses? We'll talk about that when we come back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.